Hello and welcome to 99 from 99, the movie podcast where we take you back to the past and cover 99 films or more from the year 1999. I'm your stubborn Kentuckian host, Michael Denniston, joined every week by madman of the airwaves, Ben Zook. Why take a journey to the past? Well, perhaps like you, we've looked out our window and seen the world grow smaller, colder, and scarier. Not here. So sit back, relax, and come back with us to a time when theaters were full, tickets were affordable, and there were so many good movies, you couldn't possibly catch them all. That's what this podcast is here to do. So we hope you take the entire trip with us, 99 episodes on the films from 1999. you to hit me as hard as you can i'm scared to close my eyes i see dead people i believe you have my papler now that i've met you would you object to never seeing me again this is not just a couch it's just our couch take the red pill and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes leave the light on after bedtime I always thought it'd be better to be a fake somebody, a real nobody. Are we gonna air it? Of course not. Lord, Gordon, I think you need to calm down. I can't be calm. No, 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 no. I'm the master of the mechanical stuff, and I have to help you. You, the master of the stupid stuff. You want to get your collar off? I'll get it off. I don't have a gun, otherwise I'd shoot it off. Here, here's something in the true Jim West style. I'll just bash it with a rock. Gordon, you don't want to do that. Oh, but I do. What did you do? Hey, I did not do shit. Put my foot in your chest, but push off. And that would be my belt buckle. Gordon, when you're telling this story to your grandkids, you make sure that you leave this part out. Uh, do you want me to introduce this yeah. nonsense? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I want you. I um, want you to introduce this. I should. Uh, I guess I should because all I remembered from this was the uh, uh, the Will Smith song that summer. Um, I I did not watch this in 1999, so this was a first time watch. 2019. Um, wild Wild West. I had the maybe would you say the rare pleasure, Benzook, that this is one that is a first time watch in the year twenty nineteen. So yeah, so you never watch it at all. You never even watch part of it, or no? Uh, I had not. I at, <laughs> unfortunately the only thing I remember is the any of the clips, or maybe I guess the the sizzle reel they have with Will Smith dancing in a cowboy outfit. Anything they cut into that video, uh, that was more prominent in my pop culture sort of lizard brain than uh, anything to do with the film. Cause I don't know a single person that ever said, Hey, you need to watch this. I didn't have a friend <laughs> that ever talked about this movie. Uh, certainly none of the sinistas or whatever you called me so, a couple episodes back. So, no one ever brings this up. I, I hate the fact that I hate the fact that you're calling this back because I actually mispronounced it. Uh, it, it it's, it's sinniest. Uh, apparently oh, yours is much and better. So yours just, is much, uh, <laughs> much more fun. <laughs> I know, but it makes me sound stupid now. Cause you keep bringing up that, that, that I, I, you know, this thing that I obviously mispronounced well, maybe, now. <laughs> maybe it makes me sound stupid that I, I took so much enjoyment from that, <laughs> from that term that apparently isn't real, but, uh, no, I, I didn't, I had nothing coming into this. Uh, okay. I'll take that back. One other thing. Uh, you may be familiar with it. Uh, the Kevin Smith story, 
about him working with John Peters on what Superman lives. I think that he told one of his, like an evening with Kevin Smith. Uh, He sort of finishes that story uh, with a punchline uh, about going to see wild, wild West and seeing a giant spider on screen because the thing that this producer really wanted in his, when he had control of the Superman property was for Superman to fight a giant spider in the third act. So I knew that the music video and the giant spider. Other than that, knew nothing about this. I've actually never heard that Kevin Smith story. So I have to look it up wow. now. Okay. Um, so, well, I mean, yeah, that's good that you had missed out on it. Really. <laughs> I had only seen this probably through happenstance when I was a kid and I didn't like it then. And I remember, you know, it being a real critical bomb and, and also somewhat of a financial bomb too. Uh, but it is funny how the perception of these films changes as you get older. From what I remember, people like, you know, in middle school and high school, you know, talked about the, like, you just always hear people singing that dumb song and, mm-hmm. and it is a dumb song and it's terrible and it, and it is grating on your, you know, mind. Um, and it underscores exactly what's so bad about this is that it's all it's all just an attempt to try and like recapture uh lightning you know and have lightning strike twice uh with this pairing of you know Sonnenfeld and uh Will Smith and uh, you know a um a sci-fi fantasy-esque uh story uh being brought to screen you know in an, in an irreverent way just like they did with Men in Black uh, and I always feel like movies like that, basically, they they almost always fail. Well, yeah, uh, I guess Men in Black kind of slipped my mind. Um, I, like, obviously, like, I, I should have thought of uh, Barry Sonnenfeld with that and the Will Smith pairing. But when you brought it up, all I thought was like, huh, oh, yeah, there was a Will Smith song with that one, too. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's not the very first thing. Like, I remember, you know, the worst thing I can say about the Men in Black series, uh, I guess as of this recording, you know, most recently was international was like, Oh yeah. Another failed IP. They're dragging out, you know, to, to kind of continue on, um, much like independence day without Will Smith, uh, apparently doesn't work. Wow. Ben. Um, so, I mean, there's not much you need to know about this film, uh, other than it's sort of Will Smith in the, the West with, uh, some sci-fi elements, uh, mainly in regards to, uh, his sidekick played by Kevin Klein, And then the villain, uh, good lord, Doctor Arliss Loveless, <laughs> the villain, <laughs> villain here, and uh, Kenneth Branagh is, uh, he's uh, I guess he's earning that check here, isn't he? I mean, in the sense that he, I don't know, he's really, I think he's really bad. I think he's probably the worst uh, actor, the worst performance, you know, in this film. I don't and... think that's a hot take. There, Ben. <laughs> I don't think you're going out on a limb. Well, I'm just, I'm just wondering. Like, was there anyone on set that was like, maybe take it down, maybe take it down to a seven? <laughs> what, what are you doing here? Like, I, you know, he's got the so, goofy spider webbing, like facial hair, uh, the, you know, the gadgets. Uh, I don't know. I, I had no idea. No one had ever told me that there was. Uh, first off, going to be all of the racial uh comments not commentary um <laughs> from the villain and our hero like pretty much like every sentence 
uh, is this banter, which is just kind of extremely uncomfortable for what I assume to be like a populist sort of uh, family film, you know, July 4th weekend, the box office, uh, big hit, uh, big expectation. It's going to rule the summer. And I, <laughs> I could just like see, I hope people are sort of shifting uncomfortably in their seat as these like jokes don't land because they're, <laughs> I don't know, they're just a little too rough uh here they're anachronistic is what is what bothers me and i guess that shouldn't i mean you know yeah i should also be bothered by the giant spider if i'm bothered by that but i guess to me what it is <laughs> right. is that they're anachronistic without really much of a point they're, they're they're not real there's not really much of an edge to to the satire here uh you know and so i think that's what do, that's what doesn't work about you know these racial jokes and everything um yeah they're one, what's funny is that when movies like this happen uh, and they're, they're like epic, you know, failures that people talk about for years and everything, usually there's a sort of like, uh, you know, moratorium or whatever later and, you know, Sonnenfeld would come out and Smith would come out and everyone would come out and talk about how many things went wrong with the movie. Uh, and with, with Wild Wild West, there's very little. I found very little online of... Will Smith or Barry Sonnenfeld examining what went wrong here. Uh, and it's <laughs> so funny. For the best. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, there's a, uh, not only with the, uh, you know, the, the racial comments here, like far too much sexual innuendo for I, I, what I perceived to be the aim of, of this film. Like, okay. So you bring up men in black. I don't remember. I mean, I remember seeing that one with my family enjoying it. Uh, I don't remember there being anything in that first film. Uh, I don't have the greatest memory of the sequels uh, that would give like parents pause or maybe even, you know, kids or adolescents like seeing it with their family, like wondering like, you know, I mean, this isn't uh, eyes wide shut, which we're going to cover, <laughs> you know, a few weeks from now. And I'm just thinking like, what, who, you know, who did they think the audience was here? Was this, was this Will Smith, you know, feeling himself a little bit like wanting to do, uh, you know, take an extra step into his sort of brash style of humor that he became famous for. Um, that were they uncomfortable with it being set in a Western, um, you know, setting, I guess that they were like trying to modernize it in a way or make it seem cool or edgy or fresh. I, I, I found the whole thing like just incredibly off putting. Yeah, you, you like this. You it. like when I'm like outraged by yeah, something like uh-huh. twenty years prior. Sure, of course. <laughs> I'm. I mean, I'm not out. I mean, it, it's bad. Like I was upset watching it, uh, and and you know this. By the time when you get to the scene where where they, they have like like the there's a weird preoccupation with put, ha- having the male stars dress in drag, uh, you know, for comedy. Uh, like five movie. minutes on their fake and, breasts. Yeah, and like which ones are better. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? Like, you know, what, what is going on? Like, well, and, it, it, and you know, you know, none of it's none of it's tailored around the plot or 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 around any sort of interesting like character traits or anything like that. Uh, in in the Birdcage, for example, when spoiler alert for the Birdcage, when when Gene Hackman you know emerges at the end in in drag, uh, it's funny because he has to do that in order to evade the the press, uh, and it's also funny because he's been set up as an extremely conservative character. And so it makes that whole 
you know, that's the situation of the situation comedy. And here it's, it's just very knee jerk. It's very, well, you know, he could have a much better plan to, to free Kevin Klein, but you know, let's just not do or to free Salma Hayek and, and the president. Uh, let's just not do that. Let's just have it be, you know, random. Yeah. There's so much to dislike about it. Uh, I think this is probably a good time to talk about the Razzie awards from 1999. Uh, because this is actually the the Razzie winner for for best picture of that of of you know of our okay. year, and I was kind of surprised to look them over. Uh, you know, it made sense that Wild Wild West, you know, kind of went away with all the with you know with all the big awards. I would say this is the worst film we, we've had to see for uh, for this podcast. Uh, for for me. It's kind of in a it, it's it's in a it's in a close race with true crime and oh, existence. How dare you? How dare, how you? dare you? <laughs> we had we had such fun with true crime. I mean, I, I actually went back and was listen I was listening to some of our earlier <laughs> episodes, and I mean, we were laughing. We were, you know we loved the, we loved the trip to the zoo. I, I we talked were, about we it were many times because it was bad. I mean, it was a really that's a uh, really bad Clint Eastwood film. Oh, well, okay, I'm on a I'm on a bad streak here, Ben, because I. <laughs> I've just recently, uh, you know, started using Letterbox this year, um, and so I don't have everything from our uh, ninety-nine from ninety-nine experiment on there. <laughs> but <laughs> um, you know, the the bottom three I have: uh, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, oh. Big Daddy, Wild Wild West. What? So okay, but what about okay? okay so looking over the Razzie nominees, so Wild Wild West wins, of course. The other nominees are Big Daddy, which you know, let's mm-hmm. we don't have mm-hmm. to we don't have to revisit it. You know, we disagree. Sure. We disagree. It's okay. okay. We can. It's okay to disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, the Blair Witch Project, which is one that we have coming up, and I'm quite surprised to see that on there because you know I don't. I, I mean, we haven't rewatched it for for our upcoming episode, but I don't remember that being. Uh, critically hated uh, at all. Well, I don't know. When, let's see. I kind of understand that because I remember there being a backlash against the Blair Witch Project. Like everyone embraced it, uh, liked the experiment during a theatrical run. And I remember because I worked at a video store at the time. I remember a lot of very stupid people like trying to point out to others, like you know, that's not real, right? Like there's no sense watching it. It's not real. <laughs> it's like like missing the entire point of it. Uh, so I can see that the you know Big Daddy, uh, Wild Wild West. Yeah, I'm in agreement. The Haunting we have coming up and quite, Star Wars Episode One. Quite frankly, um, I don't remember The Haunting, so it's hard for me to comment uh, on whether or not that's justified or not. Um, I remember it getting negative reviews. Mm-hmm, um, me too. But yeah, that's I mean the extent of it. Okay, I mean I'm I'm satisfied with what they accomplished that year. I think the Blair Witch uh, is kind of a bullshit. Uh, pick, but we'll see. We'll see how it ages when we get there. Phantom, um, Phantom Menace is the other pick I would have as, as being in contention for for the worst of this year. So, so that makes sense to me, and I and I believe that was always kind of a, a, a point of contention that people felt like the prequels were were just getting nominated for the Razzies because you know of the hype and everything. But I would say on a revisit that that is you know not the case. I think. It's deservedly one of the worst films of 1999. Nah, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> um, they've got Sofia Coppola for worst yeah. supporting actress from her 
what uh no dialogue part in mm-hmm. Star Wars episode 1 Phantom Menace. That's horseshit. I agree. That's horseshit. <laughs> All right. Uh this is bad. Wild Wild West deserves it. Deserves every bit of sure. it. Like that's, you know, I I to some degree I would look at Blair Witch as even though it was a runaway success as somewhat punching down given the aims of that film is like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, we hope a thousand people watch this and then it just, you know, it became, you know, part of the zeitgeist for that summer. Uh, If the Razzies are going to punch up to these huge sort of monolithic corporations who have, you know, my memory of Wild Wild West, which is funny, like when I think back that none of my friends and I watched it was that it was like decreed from on high. This is how you will spend your 4th of July weekend at the movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. did anyone ask us if we want to see Will Smith in a Western, um, the giant spider? Uh, it's like, and it's like the song too. It's like, did, do you know, Ben, do you know a person that actually liked that song? Like, it's like, where are these decisions <laughs> made where it's like, this is a hit. It's, it's a stupid song. It's very annoying. I, I'm trying to imagine who are the, you know, the fans of, uh, if you want to call it hip hop, I guess, or rap that are like, Oh, that's cool. That's a cool song. You know, I remember a lot of people singing it, but I don't remember a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I think you'd pain? be pretty embarrassed to in... say that you actually like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's certainly uh, catchy. It's just bad. It's one of those like when 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 this podcast is all over, you know, the the two things that I'm going to be really upset about uh, having stuck with me musically is this song and then that that random. Uh, gorilla song from Tarzan, uh, which which is another movie in contention for me oh, as worst of the give year. Give it a rest. Uh, <laughs> uh, take that. Uh, uh, well, I'll, you know, I, I didn't go four deep in my current worst of. Limbo is right above Austin oh, Powers. The spy segment. But I'll I'll say right. one nice thing. Best uh, best closing credit song uh, probably. I, I think that's going to win hands down. I really like that spring sing song, and I appreciate you putting that at the end of the episode. Uh, there's not a lot to say about Wild Wild West, but I guess not. But the song is interesting. Like Ben, is this is this the cutoff for like this type of packaging with <laughs> you know the uh, a genuine movie star? We're gonna put him in anything, no matter if it fits or not. So we put Will Smith in a western. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he did Aliens. You know, a couple times over. Uh, we can't go back to the well on that. Uh, so let's put them in a Western and it's still sci-fi also, though. It's still, you know what I mean? They still have like, I feel like they could have gotten away from like, like putting Will Smith in a Western I can see. Uh, but I, but I feel like they should have probably toned down the, the, the sci-fi fantasy elements. The, their way. They've it, not had much success with that with, no. uh, what, uh, John Carter and, uh, Cowboy, um, Cowboys and aliens, Cowboys and one. aliens. Yeah. Um, big, uh, big uh, misfire. Um, I was going to lean more back to the music though. Is this the last time where it's like, it feels like a happy meal. It feels like uh, McDonald's has the rights to Batman. So they're going to do their cross promotion with like, you know, Batman returns Batman forever. Uh, come this week, get the Batman cup, the Batman toys, like wild, wild West was like, here's the song that goes with the film that you have to watch this summer. And here's the song you can't escape from. Is this the last time that happened? Like, um, you know, this is right around the point, you know, you, you have Napster really like mm-hmm. coming up and, you know, killing the, the music industry as we know it, uh, that everything was so like set in motion, you know, months and months in advance as far as what was going to be, uh, you know, the 
the attempted zeitgeist that did not come naturally like it was Blair Witch Project. I, you know, I wouldn't say the zeitgeist comes naturally today. I mean, there's a lot of um, music that sounds over that sounds just as overproduced uh, as this. Uh, it, 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 here, it's the combination of of the music to to the movie that I think drives you kind of nuts. Um, the going back to the anachronistic element of it, it's just you know. Yeah, have it having like uh, I don't know a rap R and B kind of song, uh, you know, set to set to the to with Western, doesn't really feel right, uh, you know. And that's sort of, I think that's where it kind of falls apart is that they wanted it to be all these different things, and then it ends up being nothing for 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 anybody. Uh, the the humor falls flat. The sci fi fantasy elements uh, feel feel like feel like they've been copied over from something better uh the the fight scenes really don't make a lot of sense there's this scene where will smith gets dropped into you know the belly uh, of the of the spider and has to fight these random henchmen and it's like where did they come from and i wasn't surprised to find out that i guess that was a a reshoot um and then there's this moment that might have been the only thing I actually enjoyed, honestly, <laughs> is because it was so ridiculous. I'm like, sure, bring in the goon squad. Like, <laughs> go ahead, Frankenstein monster. Why not? I don't. I don't understand what happens to the to the chrome head guy. Like, I actually fighting. went back on that. Yeah, me too. Four times. Me too. Four times. And well, I'm like, twice. wait, what? I watch it twice. What? Uh, well, I'm just clearly more committed to this project than you. But I was like, <laughs> what? Uh, what did Jim West Desperado do here? Like, and I I couldn't figure it out. Uh, other than he just like steps aside and it's like, he just knew it was going to work out. I don't know, but and it seems like there was supposed to be a, some element of, uh, science, uh, there that he, he figured out the, the way to get this guy. And then there's also, so right before that, M Emmett Walsh gives Kevin Klein and Will Smith some like high power explosives. And you're like thinking, Oh, they're going to use that, you know, on the spider, the big spider. Uh, and then they, they, it just, you know, it's, it's just dropped. It never comes back into play in the end of the movie at all. Um, so I don't know. I'm still really waiting for Barry, maybe Baron so- Barry Sonnenfeld now that he's really old, you know, and that like when they get older, they tend to be a little bit more loose, you know, with their lips. Uh, I uh, really want to know uh, so like the what the deal Joel was Schumacher here. thing for uh, Batman and Robin. Like I, I've never listened to that commentary, but I've, I remember uh, purchasing like uh, during a Black Friday the uh, you know the, the Batman films up to Batman Begins um, because I had read somewhere that he does like a here are all the mistakes I made uh-huh. <laughs> commentary track for Batman and Robin but clearly I was not that committed I purchased it and it's probably still shrink wrapped on my shelf but I've not yet listened to it so yeah he's he's definitely him and Clooney both uh, have made the rounds uh, about their mistakes in franchise filmmaking which I guess. Uh, Clooney dodged a bullet here was supposed to be the uh, Kevin Klein part and uh, dropped out um, not late in the process, obviously filming, but I think fairly late in the process as far as getting ready for pre-production. I feel bad for Kevin Klein because he's such a good actor and he doesn't get big movies anymore like this at all. Uh, and, you know, in the, in the scene where, where they're, where they're magnetically, you know, attached to each other and everything, uh, having their own version of the Defiant Ones going on. Um, Kevin Klein starts to, has that line where he says to say, uh, starts to defend himself and say, oh, I'm the mechanical guy. I'm supposed to do all this mechanic. You know what I mean? Uh, like, 
you can almost see the semblance of some good, strong character humor coming out. Uh, but, but, but obviously the movie's just not interested in that, uh, you know, and, and it really like, it really needed a little bit more of that. Probably a lot more of that. I hate this whole thing with Salma Hayek. And, and then you find out that her purpose the whole time, you know, it has been completely the opposite of what you thought it was. And that, you know, that, that, that feels like a real cheat at the end when you find out that, that she's been lying the whole time, you know, it's just, you know, lo- uh, lots of stuff. You're talk, talking about the cynical character, um, <laughs> where she's, you know, introduces herself just with her ginormous, uh, breasts. Um, and then, you know, the, the big reveal at the end is, uh, uh, not got anything to do with her, her boobs, I guess, other than the fact that she's admitting like, oh yeah, I, I didn't think that you'd be too concerned about my plight or helping me or allowing me to help you uh, if you didn't think I was, uh, uh, if I wasn't unattached to someone. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm, okay. That just, <laughs> yeah, this, this whole, uh, I say this uh, often on podcasts and usually the other person on the end of the Skype call makes fun of me. Um, but my, my term just is that this is icky. This is just an icky movie. Like I just, it's supposed to be fun. Uh, they throw you know a, a lot of sort of racist terminology at me. Almost, it's weird. They they throw that in there almost as a means of like, well, we got to explain this black guy in the West. <laughs> and I'm like, really, uh, as you as you point out, Ben, uh, we have a giant goddamn spider, like you know, this big tank, and we have this crazed villain uh, trying to disassemble. Uh, the United States and like, you know, sold off for parts. Like he's a, like he's Richard Gere and pretty woman. And we really have to be concerned about why Will Smith's in this movie. Who who cares? And the same thing with Salma Hayek. Like we need, we need some backstory is why, why she tagged along on this adventure. Like, ah, I just, I disliked all of it. Why do you think, this, why do you think this genre just doesn't work? The, 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 um, we didn't bring it up, but Lone Ranger is another good example of a, Hollywood studio uh, summer, uh, you know, Western hybrid that just, you know, completely bombed and make any money. And that's the movie I actually like. I actually like uh, the Lone Ranger. So there's, it's not just quality. There's something about this genre in the summer that really doesn't do well. And why do you think they keep revisiting that? Well, over and over again, even though (laughs) they totally misread their audience, the people who, (laughs) you know, the people who enjoy Westerns, um, probably don't need them to cost, you know, upwards of a hundred, $150 million to get them to see it. And if you're putting, you know, if you're that pot committed to it, uh, you're probably adding a bunch of annoying things to it, uh, that fans of Westerns don't have any interest in. Um, you know, I, I think we've, I don't think we've ever done a podcast on it, but one that's come up before is like, you know, Kevin Costner seems to have, uh, gone back to this this genre fairly successfully he's on uh uh, uh was it a show was it yellowstone he's on right now that's uh like the only hit on the paramount network um but he he did a film with uh robert duvall uh, i think that came out i think it was 2003 i feel like it was the uh the early 2000s that was kind of like a surprise hit do you remember that one no so wait so who was in it Kevin Costner, Robert Duvall. It was a summer movie. Oh, Open Range, Open Range. Open but that range. was that was a much smaller film. <laughs> but why? You know what? What is it about studios that they're like? All right, it's never never worked before. 
but let's uh let's try a two hundred million dollar western uh-huh. in the summer. What <laughs> like, like Brody would you do agrees. that? Like Brody agrees, obviously. He, well, he you know it makes him very upset. You know he actually did uh, watch Wild Wild West with me in the sense that you know he was he was in the room and had to listen to it. Um, but okay, let's go to a genre that you like uh, musicals far more than me. Can you? I mean, can you imagine a studio saying, "All right, here's our two hundred million dollar musical that's opening over July Fourth weekend"? Why the fuck didn't this work? Why did America <laughs> reject it? Like, what, what evidence do they have to think? This, I, I don't know if they're thinking like, "Oh, it's untapped potential," or it's just something like put Will Smith in it and people will mistake it for originality. Uh, when really everyone just looks at it and they're like, "Well, that's a dumb idea. That's not being original. That's just being misguided and <laughs> where you're putting your resources." Yeah, I guess it's funny that the, that it worked out this way and everything. Um, you know, the one the one time I feel like it worked would be Back to the Future Part Three, uh, but I'm looking that up now, and it was it was it, even though it was a, it was a hit, it still grossed less than the other Back to the Future. It was the, the lowest grossing uh, film in the Back to the Future series by far. It's, it's got the uh, that rare distinction of I was a huge Back to the Future fan when I was a kid. And usually, you know, in that time period, if you just, if you would take me to see a movie, like most kids, you're just happy to be there. Like, I'm just happy to see something on a giant screen. Uh, I have never rewatched Back to the Future 3. I've seen Back to the Future 1 and 2 countless times. And I never, I, I remember as a kid thinking, I don't like this. Why are they in the West? <laughs> see, I, as, I, don't rem- I don't remember thinking that. I, but I do remember thinking as a kid, oh, this doesn't have all the nifty, cool future stuff. Uh, yeah, but, but, uh, that, that's what I, I like that film quite a bit. It has a really good Mary Steenburgen, uh, performance in it. So you might want to reach, rewatch that at some point. Uh, certainly you, you'll want to rewatch it before you, uh, ever rewatch Wild Wild West. Well, I was going to say like, this may not be the right time to bring it up because I don't, I don't really want any sort of association with this. And look, I mean, I have to be honest and I think, you know, you and I both privately were like, uh, not looking forward to this. <laughs> like, you know, I wasn't coming in with the best of intentions. I, but I was more than open to being surprised. They were like, Oh, that wasn't as bad as everyone said. And it seems like even though you have, you and I have had a lot of disagreements in particular with comedy on this, this podcast, on this experiment. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's by far the worst thing I've watched for this year. And I really, I really doubt. And I also really hope that I do not see something worse than this uh as we uh go to the second half of 1999 you know i don't think we will because like i I was looking at the schedule and they're they're really very there's i don't think there's anything that's out and out you know bad uh but then again maybe the haunting if we're going off of the razzie awards uh i i've rewatched blur witch a number of times uh it's certainly not uh you know worst movie of the year uh, <laughs> level, uh, and and you know, so that always surprises me that 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 would a, was a, was a Razzie nominee. Um, I don't I don't think there will be any uh, anything as bad as this. So you know, so get it all get it all in, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, in my head, I'm like, how is he going to cut this together? Where it's like there will be nothing worse than this. I'm like, is he playing that stupid song right now? Like, can people really believe us in this moment? Uh, I hope so. I hope they stick with us um, and know that it can't be can't be worse than this. But on that note, Ben, and I don't have notes in front of me. What I mean, what is coming up? Do you want to give me hints? All, all can... right, all right. So all right. think seventies. Uh, think uh, 
you know, disgruntled postal workers. Uh, <laughs> think. Uh, Happy thoughts, apparently. You know, no. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I would think that would be enough. That, that is enough. Um yeah, this would be a uh, summer of Sam. Which uh, side question? You did this open in direct competition with Wild Wild West, or did it come the week after? <laughs> I don't know. Let me look it up. Uh, I just, to me, I'm just thinking like you God, think that would I just be... know all this stuff off the top of my head. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm thinking that would be great counter programming because uh, no, it, well, okay. wait, wait, wait. Actually, yes, uh, Wild Wild West, South Park, and Summer of Sam all opened up. Uh, together, which mm. you know, uh, is weird yeah. counter programming. I would think. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, m- maybe avoiding uh, South Park, but I think uh, South Park probably uh, took Wild Wild West right out at the knees as far as uh, maybe some of the some of the targeted demographic that would have settled for a stupid Will Smith comedy uh, got something much better with that one. Uh, but they probably also would have gotten. Something much better, presumably, with Summer of Sam, which will be our uh, next episode, apparently. Thank yeah, God. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, anything would be better. Uh, frankly, it's, it's nothing but up from here. <laughs> but you know what I will say about Wild Wild West? You know oh, what God. shocked me? And I did this this week. Um, I, I decided to watch Men in Black 3 randomly because it was on Hulu. Okay. And man, that is a terrible movie, too. And that got kind of a pass from critics in 2012. And it's, it's just as bad. It's just as bad as, as Wild Wild West. Oh, and come on. The whole, I've, seen, I've seen it. It can't be as, as bad. I don't have much was, memory of it. It was just it, but... as bad, I thought. And nah. it, 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 it speaks to me in, in the sense that movies this terrible used to be such a rare occurrence. And now I feel like we get a Wild Wild West every month is my opinion well we almost ended on a positive note that it can't get much worse and now you're saying we're living that that worst timeline so thank you for that ben you're Appreciate welcome that. you're welcome uh wiki 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 uh wild wild west uh, to you <laughs> And if you'd like to continue the conversation with us, feel free to do so on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at 99from99. Wiggy, wiggy, scratch, yo, yo, bang, bang. Me and Artemis, Clyde, Frog, Go, Save, Salmon, Frog, Party, Prince of Pants, Go, Dancing, Wear, Muppet, Tumpskin.